and welcome back to Season 3 of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. If you're keeping track at home, this is the debut of Season 3, making it Episode 1 and Episode number 101 overall. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. I'm Sean. I'm Cinch. That is backwards, but <laughs> Sean and Cinch are here to kick off the new season. We are so thrilled to be back. Thank you, everybody who's tuning in uh, for the third season, and for those who are tuning in for the first time, we will kind of walk you through things. My tablet is making noise, which I never like. I forgot to turn off the volume, but I'll do that as we're chatting. If you're new to the podcast, the first thing we start with every week is a beer. So tonight, I give to you from the Magic Bag to celebrate the third season, one of the hardest beers to find in all of Connecticut. No, I'm not going to eat a glass, but thank you. This is from Back East Brewing, and it is called Ice Cream Man. Yay! It is extremely difficult to find. Cinch found it, so we obtained it, and now we are about to try it. Now, I have never had this. Craig, you've had it. I did. I found it at a restaurant. Cinch has had it. Sean, have you tried this yet? I have not. All right, let's pry this bad boy open. Bush. There it is. I'm going to drink mine right out of a can. I'm, I'm just doing tastes tonight, folks. I'm, you know what? I'm going to use a taster glass. That's what I'll do. Sean's going first. Go for it, Sean. Sean's taking a nice sip of it. This is, like, very highly rated on untapped. It is. It's very smooth. It is very smooth. And there's the citrus. I'm afraid of it. I, I'm, you know, is this a lactose-infused beer? It doesn't, that says no. Don't be afraid. I do not believe so. Oh, my God. There is zero light penetration on this bad boy. It reminds me of, um, uh, Boddington's. The way that's like it's like it's really it's a really really smooth beer. Kind of kind of looks like if you had orange juice and you dumped ice cream in it. Is that okay, why they like, call it that? Because I was waiting maybe, for like I ice cream okay, flavors. This is not nearly as cree as I thought it would be. It's a little hoppy on the back end. I like it. I like it. I'm I pleased. enjoy it. I, I liked it a great deal. You gave it a five on Untapped, and I, that is high I print. I did. I high really print. enjoyed it off top. I also enjoyed the fact that it was five dollars a glass. Oh, really? Yes. Well, now we know we're doing after the podcast. What do you think of it, Sean? I like it. It's smooth. It's not too, um, you know, heavy. <laughs> no, and, it's uh, not. No, it's and, not. It's, it's nice something you can drink in the summertime. It's got a little bite to it. What do you think, Sam? I mean, doesn't, you've had this before. I don't like it as much as Craig does. I, I don't dislike it. That's it's, fair. It's probably a four, five, it, four, seven, five for me. It's very smooth, easy to drink. Mm-hmm. Again, I get I get a little bit of that creamy kind of taste, not a lot, a little bit. Yeah, but you also you like more IPA heavy. Kind no, of, just, yeah. I thought it was you know what? more of a stout guy myself. It, yeah. It's good. I could drink it, no problem drinking it. It's not something right. memorable that I'm going to go home and say I've got to find that again. Yeah, it's good though, but it's yeah. What what I find is that it's easy to drink, good for a summer kind of beer because you don't it's going to be too heavy, but yeah. it still has. You know, six point four ABV, so it's got a little bit more where you think the light, you know, lighter tasting beers are going to be like five, four and a half. Yeah, so. true point. Very true. Though Very true. I have a question: why why is it sold in two packs? What kind of bullshit is that? I think that was that? just that particular vendor <laughs> was cutting the packs to make it easier to make to stretch it out. I hope that has not so become a thing. It is very hard to find. I mean, that's the thing. If you get a case of it, you say, "All right, I'm limiting two cans per customer." You can reach more people. Right. But yeah. The place we got it at, Britt, yes. comes in Monday afternoon. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. All right. <laughs> Moving on. So, again, if you're new to the podcast, we are a football and beer podcast. We review at least one beer, usually two per episode. Uh, and we're starting off our new season, and it is time to move on to our next uh, weekly event, which is Burning Hot Take Questions. Dun, dun, dun. Each of the commentators in the room will have an opportunity to give one question that no one has pre-practiced. So you'll get hot takes from each of the members in the room. I will ask the members of the commission to limit their responses to about 30 to 45 seconds each because there's four of us and we could be here for hours talking about any one of these questions, I'm sure. Do we have a volunteer who would like to present their question first? Uh, we'll go with Sean. Sean uh, the chair recognizes Sean. Sean, speaking into the <laughs> mic, please, tell us what your burning hot take question is. Well, since this is about the quarterbacks... And Keep the running at the backs. Mic. Don't look at me. Okay, okay. So since it's about the quarterbacks and I do is right and the mic's in front of his face. It's talk straight, son. And the running backs. Um, when we're doing these rankings and stuff like that, um, how much do you guys take into account what you've seen from what their offensive line rankings are? So how much oh. does offensive line rankings influence my quarterback ranks? Yep. Craig? It'll be the same for running backs. 
as well. That's, that's another episode. Uh, yeah. Keep your, we're doing a lot of recording that's a good, bunches. That's a good question. I don't think a lot of people take into uh, consideration. Because if you have one or two guys in your offensive line that get hurt in preseason or in practice, you can take a really big hit if you're not your backups are not Quarterback prepared. can be great, but they can't stand up. Yeah, why don't you ask the Carr brothers that? Sint, <laughs> your thoughts? Well, I think it goes by having a good team. If you have a, a good team, it almost works against you okay. because maybe you're not passing as much. Last year, Matt Ryan had big numbers on a bad team because in the fourth quarter of every game, garbage points. They're trying to get points. They're trying to get yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the the offensive line. I don't pay any attention to that. It's not a bad point. It's a good point, but I don't pay any attention. Pass protection to me is everything. I'm going to go the opposite direction of where Cinch is. And, yes, it does influence. One of the reasons Andy Dalton is going to be very low in my personal rankings, did I even rank him this year? It's because he's not very good. Nope. But part of the reason he's not very good is because he can't stay upright. Uh, so, he, you know, he didn't. He didn't make my rankings well, this year. Well, they've had two people on offensive line hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, there's – and one retire. That's right. One retired, one retired, one their rookie got hurt. Yeah. When your best offensive lineman, the veteran, says, like, three days into optional mini camps, I think I'm done. You've got a problem on your line. That means he's looking around at a bunch of 22-year-olds who are dude bros and don't know how to block. So (laughs) there's a problem there. I mean, so some (laughs) of the best ones that I've, you know, ranked seen, um, (laughs) Indianapolis, Green Bay, um, the Rams. Do you raise Goff up because Rams are are supposed to be up there? It's more about... I mean, obviously Luck and and Rodgers are going to be up there. Right. But well, offensive line value to me is more about running back than it is about quarterback. But I would be lying if I said it doesn't matter to the quarterback. It matters. It just does. It depends on how much you think it matters. And I think that Cinch's point is valid. And there's an argument to be made there. Oh, good question, Craig. Follow up on that one. Go. Oh, my turn. Yeah, why not? I don't know. All right. <laughs> um. So as you have seen this past couple days, I have. Uh, there are people who decided that you know what. My rookie contract is almost over. Hold out time. I'm gonna. I want more money because Bell wanted more money, <laughs> and Antonio Brown wanted more money. So I deserve more money. Do you think we're gonna see a trend, like an ongoing trend, of guys coming off their rookie contracts, being like, "Yep, pay me or I'm done." Yes. Next. <laughs> I I don't think you'll see that in quarterbacks because they get paid anyway, even it. As long as you're good enough for a second contract, you're going to get so much money, it doesn't matter. So a quarterback isn't going to hold out because if they're that good, they're going to get paid. If they're not that good, they're not getting paid. So they could hold out and we won't miss them. I think you might see it with the running backs because their, their span job. is so... With the quarterbacks, okay, with the quarterbacks, no, maybe not. But you'll see it with the running backs. I mean... The hot take question was not a it wasn't specifically no, about it wasn't specific. but it probably die out. But I think you'll definitely see it continuing for a little bit. I mean, see these guys doing it right, right now. So I think you're right. I think outside the quarterback rank, it's going to be a lot more prevalent. You'll see it in the wide receivers and running backs in particular. I think the the running backs just more because their 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 time in the NFL is just so much smaller. Yes. and they'll be like, we want it quicker and the deal and the setup now where your rookie contracts can be extended to a fifth year at the whim of the team mm-hmm. and then and then after that the franchise tag can come into play and and by then most nfl running backs are done by then yeah. so if you're entering the year the league at 21 or 22 and you're talking about a seven-year contract all of a sudden the first time you can actually go where you want without any reper- repercussion is 29 you're in the last year of your livelihood because 30, for some reason, is the magic number. Unless you're Frank Gore. Unless you're Frank, Frank Gore. Or Mar- Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Now, don't forget, Marcus Allen was 64, and he was still scoring touchdowns for the Chiefs. I mean, OJ did... was still killing him. That's right. Marcus Marcus Allen, don't forget that, last year for the Chiefs, 12 carries, 11 touchdowns. But he scored 11 touchdowns that last year. So, all right, that's, that's a good question, too. Since what do you got for us? All right, so here's my question. Quarterback ranking episode. Okay. Fantasy football quarterback. Yes. So, when you're deciding who your quarterback is going to be, do you give any thought to the receivers on the team? How much thought, not any thought. How much thought goes to the receivers, be it a tight end, running back out of the backfield that he's throwing to? 
He looks like uh, he's having a fun. Well, you you have to yeah, not only wide receiver, but you have to think tight end. You have to think uh, running back. But but how much is that a big factor? I, I mean, it can. I think it boosts an average quarterback. If you have a mm-hmm. great quarterback, it's it's they're gonna make the other players greater. I mean, Craig, what do you think? <laughs> Let me okay. can I, can I reframe yeah. this question really quick? Yeah, and I'm gonna give a little bit of information in our our quarterback rankings, which we're gonna do right after burning hot takes. There is a tie right now in our consensus rankings, and I won't say where they are, but there's a tie in two high profile names: Drew Brees and Carson Wentz. You look at the Saints, and I know Michael Thomas is upset right now, but assuming Michael Thomas returns, you got Michael Thomas, you've got uh, Traquan Smith. Isn't Ted Ginn there, or he was there? He was Does there. it matter if he's there? Right. Doesn't matter. Who's on Philadelphia anymore? Kamara. Alshon Jeffrey? Uh, Ertz. Zach Ertz. And Zach Ertz. Okay, so but Wentz was the front runner for MVP two seasons ago when he got hurt in, like, what, week 11 or something? Something like that, yeah. He was a front runner for that. Breeze has never won an MVP, so that tells you that Breeze, who's who's consistently Drew very Brees good, has never won an MVP, never won an MVP. Drew Breeze, who is consistently very good, that tells you that by the end of the season he starts to fall off, because See, if not, he would be right there. See, I don't know. Because I think it's because he's been consistently good for so long. His numbers are consistently high. That it just and he throws a lot. Like you can't really. It's hard to compare him to Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz, he's not going to throw sixty times a game. He's going to throw like thirty and run ten. So it's it's hard who, to compare. Who do you those think two. has a tougher division? W- would you say oh, the I would Saints say do? The, the the see, I think the Saints do. Mm-hmm. Eagles are playing the Redskins and Giants. Yeah. Both of those teams stink. stink. The Saints now, are playing Tampa Bay. Who knows? We'll we'll mm-hmm. say they stink. Yeah. They're playing the Panthers, and they're oh, playing the Falcons. Stunk. Cinch is correct, by the way. Drew Brees has never won the NFL MVP, but he was the MVP of Super Bowl Forty. Hmm. So, oh, all right, so. there's something. But I just want to expand a little on my question. I want to hear what Craig thinks. Yeah. Because you were about to answer, but you didn't really answer. Do the receivers, do the receivers, how much of a difference do they make to you when you're ranking the quarterback, when you're considering who to pick? See, again, that's almost like the offensive line thing where people don't think about that. Like, right. I try to, but it's hard. I do. So here's the thing. Like, let's say let's say that Josh is going to start for the Giants this year. He now has no one to throw to except Golden Tate. Mm. So if you were going to draft him. broken thumb Sterling Shep. Right. And what's his and Evan Ingram. And Corey Ingram, broke Ingram. his ACL. So he's not coming back. So, well, so the thing is, like, Let's say you were, would you would you even consider drafting him if he had you know on played? the Giants I wouldn't draft any quarterback. All right, no, let's, I don't let's, care who it well, is. Well, let's say he's Agreed. he's a Patriot, and, all, and then your three it, receivers see, are broken. So, like, but you're going well, to a different you're going to a different spot. I'm not taking a Giant because I have Giant bias. I'm not taking a Giant because they don't have any receivers. So here's my thought. You know, you have your tiers, and I think maybe when you have somebody that people that are close you might look at that and see oh well these guys he has this receivers and this has this receivers so i'm gonna rank this guy higher based on that i think when it comes to when it comes to guys that are very close together that's when you start looking at something like okay but see here's where i was going okay there's a team in the league who has two of two very good uh receivers has a very solid tight end has a really good running back core. Yeah, except this tie, their tight end is broken. I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> of course. So if we're oh, talking about Jesus, the Browns, we and we're going to talk about their superstar quarterback. Yep, not proven. Nah, he did better than any other quarter, <laughs> Brown quarterback did. I'm just saying, him Derailed. going into season two, him going into season two with better targets, you would assume a better head coach because the second half of the year – Everything they did, they were more successful. Mm-hmm. And now you've got a full season with that head coach. You would think that his numbers would be on the upswing. In I'm theory. Ju- I just wanted to hear Craig's thoughts <laughs> on the Cleveland Browns offense. I, I really potential. don't want to bring up the Cleveland Browns in front of Craig. For I those who are speak... new to the podcast, this is something you don't know. I but... think it'll speak volumes when we do the rankings. 
It will. So I, oh, I, 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 I ranked him. I will yeah. tell you right now. I put Craig's numbers into the system last, and <laughs> Baker Mayfield sunk like a like a mafioso with some cement shoes. So I just so it did. I just want to. I just hey, want to be clear the, about the that. The Browns will either be. 10 win team or they're going to win five games and they'll implode you know i'm just saying it'll be one or the other i'm just saying if you go through their schedule like everybody loves to do that's a win that's a loss if you go through their schedule i think it's easier to give them 11 wins than it is to give them five wins okay with who they play they should be a playoff so here's the thing though like the Bengals receiving core has been ranked like in the top 10 where do you put andy dalton Number thirty six. I wouldn't rank him in the top ten for receiving core. See, wait, he's wait, the wait, one that wait, brings, wait, brings is, drags him down. Where has the Bengals ever been ranked in the top ten in receiving core? They have AJ Green and also appearing in this game. Muhammad Musa. Muhammad uh, Sanu no, was a, a non-factor. No, uh, John Ross isn't sure what team he plays for. He spends so little no. time on the field. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Ty- okay, Tyler well, Boyd. He got his contract. He's not going to play and anymore. Tyler Boyd only comes on when AJ Green isn't there. All right. All right. you put the, look at the games that they played together last year, and Tyler Boyd was an also-ran. He's like the guy that they put at the end of the Oscar reel who died that year, you know? <laughs> it, it's like the guy who's like, all right, here's 17 great actors. Those are the A.J. Greens of the world. Now, here's a guy who won Best Cinematography in 1973 for 2001, and he's and he died, and no one even knows who he is. And you're like, who? That's Tyler Boyd right now. I thought it was opposite. I thought he didn't come up when when green he came was out injured. later in the season but it was when green was out no but i thought it was the opposite i thought he didn't do as well because aj green hasn't gone. been great for whatever reason you want to figure for a good three years now i'll tell you the reason aj green hasn't been great and i'm gonna be around so i'll tell you gladly andy dalton well i'm saying you just had a taster for no, whatever reason <laughs> he had a taster it's just he had four. I, I had a taster i just filled it three times <laughs> All right, moving uh, on. All right, so it's but we we will discuss wide receivers. As soon as the podcast receivers. is over, why are you pointing at me? Did you have your hot take? No, we don't have time for my hot take. Oh we just spent twenty minutes talking about your hot takes. Great, do you have a lukewarm take? All right, no, a ten second take. Ten second take. I blame Andy Dalton. Okay. All right, so moving on. And that fits for a lot of different things. So everyone's doing their draft prep, right? So let's talk about quarterbacks. Let me first talk about how we came to our consensus rankings. I had everybody mail me their top 10 or 20 people. I created a list. I used my own scoring mechanism, which was basically they got 20 points if they were top of the list. They got one point if they were bottom of the list. And if you ranked less than 20 people, well, then those other people just didn't get points. And we came up with a consensus of the people who were in the room. We also used one expert poll, which we will not describe because we didn't pay for it. It's freely available on the Internet, but we still don't want to give any particular site until they sponsor us any sort of press. <laughs> yes. Right. So that being said... This is the list we came up with, and I don't think it's shocking who came in at number one. There are only two people in this room that did not put him at number one, and they both put him at number two. Yeah. And I'm offended by that, by the way. So we're going to talk about that. Clear you cut will. number one. We're going to talk about that. So Patrick Mahomes clearly tops the list. Um, Craig and I both put him at number two. Before we hear from the folks who think why he should be number one, I want to hear from the folks who did not put him at number one. Fair. And here is, I'm going to give put out my reason very simply. Yeah. The book is now out on him. The end. Donovan McNabb was great until the book was out on him. Michael Vick was great until the book was out on him. Does anybody remember the run-and-shoot offense? Fantastic until they figured it out. Right. I have a feeling Patrick Mahomes regresses a little bit this year. Craig, your defense Um, of Patrick Mahomes. So that was part of it. I had like three, three, three reasons. That was part of it. Defensive defenses teams have had a whole year now to actually study what he does. I mean, I know they're great at making up plays on the fly, but he's going to throw the ball. That's that's what he's going to do. Uh, the second thing is involves Tyree Kill. I know he's been cleared. He's not suspended, but I was right. <laughs> something. <coughs> I was right about that. Totally something right. like is just telling me in the back of my head that this is all going to come up again in the middle of the season. And he may not have Tyree Kill to throw to. I think that's a possibility, given the individual who I feel is behind the majority of the Tyree Kill stuff. And, and she will probably strike And my him. third reason, you can say I'm crazy, he's on the cover of Madden. <laughs> oh, sweet Craig, Jesus. you're crazy. All right, so let's dismiss reason number three and move on to the, you know. <laughs> wait, 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 let me, we, gotta, we gotta let me give this, a quick defense. No, you're going to, but I just I want to get this podcast moving because Craig has to get to the Area 51 raid. With st- takes like that, we know where he's going with this. So... Sean and Cinch, you guys put him at number one overall. Clearly, we put him at number two because we have some concerns. 
sure, tell us why we're wrong. I think uh, even with a little regression, he's still going to be number one. He's I mean, that he far was, above. He was last year. And, um, you so know, you think he's capable of 50 touchdowns again this year? I mean, I know, I know that Hunt isn't there anymore. I mean, he had him for what half the season last year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he may do and I know, and I know himself, his so. numbers did go down after Hunt left, but I still feel that with his athleticism, that he's still gonna be right up there. I mean, okay. uh, and, and the fact that Hill's not suspended. Since what do you think? <laughs> He was the best last year. Clearly. I think he's going to be the best this year. His, his They drafted a receiver. Was it first round, second round, first pick they had, whatever you it was. You would think I would know that being a Chiefs fan. I well, that's why I was asking. They, <laughs> they did. They drafted a receiver. They were afraid of the Tyreek. Who Hill many game. people were saying is the replica player that Hill is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you can't double team Hill when Hill's on the field. If you have two Hills on the field at the same time, how do you defend that? Plus you throw and in Kelsey. Kelsey. Plus, you throw in that they could throw passes out of the the backfield. Plus, Mahomes well. can, Williams is great. Ma- in the Mahomes can the give you twenty five rushing yards without even blinking in a game. It's also true. You're not going to get that from Luck because Luck doesn't want to take the hits, so he's not going to run anymore. I just think there isn't another guy in the league that's going to jump up the way Mahomes did last year. So Mahomes is on an island by himself. And that brings us to the number two guy and the guy that Craig and I put at number one, which was Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is our number two consensus pick. Uh, everybody else had... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Cinch had him at number two. Sean had him at number three. So Sean's going to have some splaining to do in a minute. <laughs> but let's start with... Um, Cinch is looking for another beer. So, so you know what? Let's 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 take a 30-second pause. Cinch, what, you have something in your magic bag. Is everybody ready for another beer? Do we sure. want the surprise or yeah, do we want... Hey, I want whatever you pull out of the bag. I want four ounces and, of it in this little cup and only four ounces of it. And so the I answer is... This is Fudgy the Whale. Oh, Fudgy the Beer. Limited edition dark roast fudgy collaboration with Carvel. Bush. Mm. So I'm going to steal four ounces of this and give the rest to Craig. Carvel. So we've had an ice cream man and then Carvel beer. Hey, man. See, it all kinds of goes together like that. Drink the rest of this. Yeah, but Fudgy the Bear is Fudgy the Bear. Hey, by the way, while we're pouring a stout and we're on applause from, you know, we've talked about one quarterback so far. <laughs> we have. Uh, we've gotten far. Applause. Yeah. Oh, Yay. applause. My um, bad. That's okay. 11 through 20 is like five Oh, yeah, seconds. we're going to fly. Yeah. <clears throat> Two Roads uh, just put out a uh, French toast stout made with maple syrup, which Craig and I sampled on Wednesday night. It was we not did. terrible. It was not terrible, but Ooh. for me, it was way too sweet. It was very sweet. Sean has just taken his sip of fudgy. Talk to me about fudgy, Sean. I like fudgy. It's, it's uh, good. <laughs> well, if that's not the name of the episode, I don't know what is. <laughs> so, just to recap, we got Andrew Luck and Patrick Mahomes. Good night, everybody. Sean loves fudgy. Oh, that's the title. It, Craig and I just looked at each other, and it's so oh, we had an entire conversation and the looks between our two faces. So, surprisingly enough, I do taste fudge. No, it's a yeah, stout. chocolate. You get that. Yeah. You get those the get chocolate those, fudge crunchy yeah. taste from the Carvel cake. Yeah, this it's is actually, a... you know, it's like uh, it's like the other one without the mint. Oh, my God, he's right. It does taste like chocolate crunchies from Carvel. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of the Carvel cake. Oh, my God, it's the only reason to get the Carvel cake. Otherwise, it's just ice cream. Right, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. It's ice cream in a shape. <laughs> no one has ever been able to duplicate those crunchies the right way. Like, Friendly's, like, puts crap in the middle of there. Yeah. Dairy Queen tried doing a half cake, half ice yeah, cream no. nonsense. The, the crunchies are where it's at, kids. The, it's true. Quote, the black cauldron for the enough. The munchies on the crunchels. Okay. And Sean, right, just, Sean and now I'm just cut off. know he's at least 40. All right. So, so re- if, real quick on this yes. beer. Yeah. Like it. Don't like it. It is exactly what they say it is. Yes. So no question. Is, if you like yeah, chocolate crunchies, you, lock, you like if chocolate fudge. If you like fudge. chocolate stouts, it's a must-try. It yes. honestly doesn't even taste like a like a beer. No, it tastes like chocolate. Like Almost like a, a chocolate A dark, milk. roasty, and fudge. That's what it yeah. says, and that's, and that's what correct. it is. Speaking of people who are about 40 years old, uh, number two on our list is Andrew Luck. And uh, I had him at one. Craig had him at one. Luck is like 28 years old. Yeah, but he looks like he's 40. <laughs> okay, and if you, go by, if you go by at his, least. <laughs> his Civil War posts on Twitter, he's easily 120 oh, years old. That is fantastic. Um, so I want to start with the person who did not put him in the top two, which would be Sean, who ranked him at three. Sean, you put him behind both Mahomes and Rogers. Since Defend his favorite yourself. quarterback. Rogers, 
I mean, I think he's going to have a bounce back season. He's and you not. Think he's be better Ooh. than Luck. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, they're going to be very close. I think all you know, the pieces I, are there. This and year it's just my my uh, pessimistic side saying yeah. Rogers is going to be great, of course, because I'm a Bears fan. So you know, uh, that's probably had part of to do with it. I think Indy has all the pieces in place. I think so too. Everyone stays healthy. This could yeah, be a, a big twelve if. to thirteen win team, and that's a huge if. And that's why you want to. I'll tell you right now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, give you a little peek into my wide receiver rankings. Dante Moncrief is a major sleeper this year. I think mm. he's gonna be. And a where top do you 20. think he's playing? He's an indie. No. No, he isn't. Dante Moncrief? No. Not for two years now. Oh, that's right. No, he's not. Well, Dante but, Moncrief's going to be great. And cut right off. But there, there's my, there's my I, I think. Uh, Edit that out, Craig. No, you won't. He'll leave that in there just to piss me off. Go ahead. Finish your thoughts, Sean. And look into the I mic when you talk. Here, here's I'm my sorry, thought. I'm here's done. my thought. I agree with what you're saying about the Colts. If you have to pick one team who you think is really going to pop and jump out this year, I think it's the Colts. Right. And that's why I had luck number two, because he's the, the key He's a guy that you want to throw $100 on an MVP vote. He's a good guy to do that yep. on. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been good in three years. He's overrated. He could do everything, okay. but he hasn't done everything in a long time. So here's my thing. You said if they're very close, uh, how much do you I don't take think into they're very close. I, I think they are. Okay. How much do you take into account the wide receivers? Adams, definitely better than, um, I think, Hilton. Uh, Hilton. Hilton. Ty. And I think. And I think Jones is better than whoever they have in the indie back. Marlon Mack. Mar- I know it's Marlon I, Mack. I think but to it's say a, any Marlon running Mack's back, any year. running back for Green Bay is better than anyone on any other team is a hot take. Yeah. Because they haven't had a good running back. Now I realize something. I'm how sure. I feel Boy. about the Browns is how Cinch feels about the Packers. I don't think it's the same level of venom. No, I so. don't hate the Packers. I swear to God, I don't. I hate it's, the it's Packers. Just, Rogers is overrated. <laughs> Rogers isn't the best quarterback in football. He's not a top three quarterback in football. Mm. In the Madden this. stats, not that they mean anything, but in the Madden numbers, he's not even a top five quarterback this year. So it's wow. not just me that okay. thinks he's overrated. Okay. Which takes us to number three on our list, which is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so even though we all have concerns about Aaron Rodgers, and we do, um, Sean and our experts have him at number two, uh, which I think is too high. Um, I have him at three. Cinch and Craig both have him a little bit lower. I think we just covered that. So unless anybody's yeah. last thoughts on that, Sean, you're the no. one. I mean, you, you have the top three are going to be – I mean, unless you're cinch here, um, <laughs> Mahomes, Luck, and Rogers. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's 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 the that's your top that's tier. Your, that's your top tier. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes, I think might be in the in the tier by himself. Obviously, some people don't, but you know, those are the top three right there. That's tier one. Now you'll have some people tell you Deshaun Watson's in that top no. tier. Remember tier that two. guy? Yeah. He might be the top of tier two, but he's tier yeah, two. Yeah, the guy in the best ball draft who told me I regret not drafting Deshaun Watson when he took him in the third round. Yeah, I remember that guy. I don't feel bad for him at all. <laughs> He's Mahomes' extra light. Wow. There you go. Well, just like extra light beers, I don't take it. So, the question really is, who kicks off the second tier? In our consensus rankings, the second tier is kicked off by Matt Ryan at number four. I'm a little surprised at how high we have him. Um, Cinch and Craig were bigger on him than the other two. So, I'll let you guys start. Why should we trust Matt Ryan? He's an every-other-year quarterback, um, and last year was a good year, so why should I trust him um, this year? Same thing. Almost the same. I want to put him on the same level as Drew Brees, but he just has a volume of throws. He's going to throw like 40, 45 times a game. Okay. I got the reason right here. Go for it. I've been doing my research. Good. Atlanta's <laughs> first 10 weeks are indoors. That helps First him. 10 weeks are indoors. So, Even away games? All Yes. All of December, they play in either Florida, California, or at home. That means that you're talking about 14 weeks that they're playing, that it's either climate-controlled or warm. So what I'm hearing is trade him after week 10. You know, trade since I'll give you props, I did not do that much depth into where they're playing. <laughs> I'm surprised so Sean maybe that here. could have uh, made my ranking of him higher, which I think I was the lowest on. So. Uh... Yes. Yeah, so maybe that that would have influenced Plus, me a little bit more. Two, I think Ridley is going to have a jump out year. Two really can. good receivers. Yeah, I'm a huge Ridley fan. He's oh, got know. good receiving running backs. And the tight end, 
I don't think is any good, but he's going to catch a couple of balls a game. Uh, okay. I gave my reasons. Now, one of the people Sean did rank very high mm. is our number five guy, who is Deshaun Watson. I am not big on Deshaun Watson. I have him no. at like seventh or eighth. Craig has him a little bit better. Cinch has him a little bit better. And Sean Main is carrying a card of the Deshaun Watson fan club. <laughs> Sean, explain to me why he's your third best quarterback ranked no, above... No, he's not. Uh, yeah, he One, is. One, two, three, four. Fourth. He's Sorry, fourth. he's your fourth best quarterback. You have him ranked above every... Well, you haven't ranked behind everybody we've discussed except Matt Ryan. What's with the Deshaun Watson love? You really think this is a big year for Watson in Houston? I I think that it's like the... the this is the year for him. This is he, he, He's going to prove himself this is the year, so I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to prove himself this year. I'm not. Does anybody else no. want to counter that? <laughs> no. No, I'm good. I that, think he has two potential. really good receivers. Yeah. He's got two really good receivers. Yeah. Who, who am who, I thinking of? Hopkins and Hopkins Fuller. and Fuller. But Fuller Both is always of hurt. have missed time but... each of the last two years. Yeah. They just drafted a tight end. Who'd they get? Do you remember? Random guy. Mm. No, they drafted a, a good receiving rookie tight end. I can't. I'm not going to look That's it up. That's the source's job. I but have no idea. There's a if there's the if there's a quarterback if there's a young quarterback who for a couple of years now you expected to really pop and what was it it was two years ago mm-hmm. that for the first four five six weeks he was the guy he was the MVP of the league and then he had no receivers he got hurt I just think there's good reason for Watson to be high okay fair enough I don't I think Watson is <laughs> I think they're a very one dimensional team <laughs> very well said but incorrect. Um, no, no, I'm not. They're a very one-dimensional team in that their passing game is what they need to do. They have Lamar Miller has never been the answer to any question other than who disappointed you last fantasy season. So I, you don't have to you don't have to worry about the running game there. But wouldn't that lead to a higher pass percentage, more chances for touchdowns? It also if you leads have to, to pass a higher percentage of nickel and dime defenses. That, that's where I'm at. I don't fear the running game oh, don't in Kiki Houston. Kuti. Yeah, Kiki Kuti. That's fantastic. You just like saying it, the name. It's cutie. You guys are making cutie. this an R-rated... Uh... <laughs> so we have Watson at five. I'm going to move on to number six. And then we're going to go into fast forward mode where we start talking about people in bunches. But number mm-hmm. six is a personal favorite of mine to discuss. And and one person in the room, only one person in the room, had him outside the top ten quarterbacks fantasy-wise. <laughs> so the experts had him in the top ten. They had him at sixth. I had him at 8. Sean had him at 8. Cinch had him at 9. Craig had him at number 11. Craig, without going into a rant that will end this podcast forever, (laughs) please explain to me why you cost Baker Mayfield a spot because your ranking is literally the difference between him and Deshaun Watson. Tell me why you would take Deshaun Watson over Baker Mayfield. Do you really want me to go into it? You're unbiased opinion. Go. 30 seconds, go. Uh, the overhypeness around Cleveland is real. So he hasn't proven anything to me. I still feel like this team is going to implode upon itself because you have a lot of people who all want the ball and they all want tension, and that is a very, very bad thing to have that many people around one football. Oh, yeah, and also their head coach isn't getting along with their offensive coordinator, so there you go. Time. Cinch, Sean, tell him why he's wrong. <laughs> I thought we already did in this episode. <laughs> just, we do the, this, uh, I mean, rankings, we're always wrong all the time. It's so just, just too telling. many weapons. Yes. Too many weapons. Well, to you're not his argument. Good. You're supposed to tell him why he oh, too many weapons and not be good. Yes. So Craig is going to the, uh, the, the point of view. There are so many weapons that it won't function properly. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. You're going to hear, you're you're gonna hear so many cooks in the, in the kitchen. kitchen. You're going to hear, give me the damn ball. That's what you're going to hear. Okay, but here's the thing. Wait, wait. See, here's the thing. When you're winning, you don't hear that. Yeah. Cleveland has a weak schedule. Yeah. They they believe in themselves for the first time in forever. Freddie Kitchens is the answer to Cleveland's success. No, no, I'm telling you that Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, Landry, Chubb, Chubb, Njoku, because I just like saying that. All right, that is a good name. But all of this plus a weak schedule where you – 
played teams like Cincinnati twice. Uh, Duke Johnson, who doesn't want to be there, and well, they won't there, trade no, him. No, there's another good running back there. What? Uh, yeah, what's Johnson? his name? Uh, he used to oh, play yeah, for Kansas yeah, he City. He might have played for Kansas yes. City. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt? Yeah, he's not going to play for eight weeks. Uh, six, so what? Okay. Six. Six weeks. Yeah. That That's just how I would counter. They have too much, too many weapons, a young team that early in the year wins two or three times quickly, builds up a lot of confidence that they're better than maybe they are. They're going to roll through some weak teams. They don't yep. have a strong schedule. All I'm saying is any given Sunday. doesn't matter who they're playing. Okay. But so that, that's, that, that means they so wait, wait. Play. So what you're saying is any given complete, Sunday, no matter who they're the playing, you don't like it can happen. They could lose three or four games in a row and be like, I hate all of you and just implode. The that same exact happen. thing can happen. That might happen, but I'm betting on the other half. All right. Next. Just so you know, the guy from Jeopardy I'm, said to I'm, not bet on the Browns winning. I'm I really. He did because well, I, I wouldn't bet on him winning the no, Super Bowl I mean, either. No, I meant really. You're trusting a guy who's a professional gambler and who just won money on Jeopardy. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm just adding that in. Okay. I watched his run. It was not that impressive. He won a lot of matches running away, but he also used that stupid I jump categories every question method, which is I just mean it is a smart. Move. It's a smart. It's what most of the champions have done, except for Ken Jennings, who's the only legitimate Jeopardy champion. My there teacher, one of my teachers in college, was on Jeopardy. Yeah, did he win? No. Then why are we talking about it? We're moving on. Okay, next on the list is uh, is Drew Brees. And I'm going to bring up Brees individually because one of the people in this room did not put him in the top ten. Only one. <laughs> and that would be Mr. Cinch. So, Cinch, explain to me. I'm sorry, I'm not also going to say our expert, our expert poll. No, no, no. Cinch only ranked ten quarterbacks. Oh, okay. So, thanks for calling him out on that on the air. Sorry. So that's fantastic. Sorry. Wasn't that what I was supposed to do? No, we were doing – I think we were doing ten <laughs> quarterbacks and everybody else did 20. So. Oops. Uh, yeah. So I follow directions. So follow directions. He's getting very cool. All for right, me. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry. So Craig has Drew Brees at number four. I have Drew Brees at number four. Wow. Sean has him at number five. Cinch, why didn't he make your top ten? I thought ranking quarterbacks was really difficult because I thought there were a lot of – there's a couple of really good, and then there's a lot of good ones. So the difference between your fifth rated and your 11th or 12th rated – it's just a projection. They're all close together. Breeze, you know what? He's getting older now. He's 40 Who's or 41. Your quarterback? Oh, the six-time Super Bowl winning Tom Brady. Played in nine Super Bowls. Thanks for bringing that up because I didn't do it on my own. How old is he? He'll be 42 uh, in a couple, uh, I think in a week. Well, I don't think think that Breeze has been that much behind him in actual. I didn't bring up Brady. If we want to talk Brady, I'm ready. I'm still here. <laughs> I, I've, become, I've become a game manager. I am Joe Flacco. Just to explain. You want a Super Bowl? You wanted a four-man booth. We're, we're talking Breeze. We're not talking Brady. Yeah. It happened with Brady last season where they looked to run more. Now, that might have been where they were saying, look, this is where we see our offense. This is what we want to do. Or it could have been an age thing or a combination. Any way you want to look at it. And a Camara and Ingram. So that's a Well, Ingram's gone now. Yeah, now he's gone. So Well, I'm, my only point is one year older for a quarterback when you're in your 40s is one more reason to run the ball a little bit more than you used to do it. Fair enough. And I'm not, Fair enough. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying that well, we're, I, we're projecting. So we're projecting when the season is over. So when the season is over, if Drew Brees is ranked four... I'll be a little surprised. I don't think he'll be there. But then again, I didn't think Rodgers would be that high up there but, either. And conversely, you are the only person in this room. I'm sorry, that's not true. Sean also ranked him to rank Tom Brady. So you are telling me right now that you think Tom Brady is going to have a better fantasy football season than Drew Brees. No, I'm not saying that. But your rankings do. I, I'm No, I, well, all right. Mm-hmm. You ranked Brady and didn't rank Brees. All right. I ranked Brady, I think, 10. Yeah, he's near the bottom but, of the list, but he's still but you ranked. Know, you know who I didn't rank? Me. I didn't rank Lamar Jackson. Oh, he's terrible. Did he's terrible. Him? No, no one, no one ranked. Him. I ranked one. No just one the, ranked. Just him. the expert poll. That was it. But, but let me say this. He, you know, a lot of guys make a big jump from first year to second year. He didn't throw the ball a lot last year. When the year started, he was the backup. So he's not getting the number one pass opportunities all throughout the training camp. He's the number two, and then halfway through the season, they said you're number one. Now he's got this time where, who knows, we don't even know how accurate he is because they never gave him a chance to pass the ball. If he could pass the ball just a little bit more, 
that's going to open up him running with the ball a little bit more. Mm -hmm. He's a guy that you wouldn't be shocked if he had maybe 200-yard games this season. Okay. I'm just saying. I didn't rank him. But he's a guy where when the season's over, if he's ranked seventh, I wouldn't be shocked by it. Right. Okay. Moving on because we are, believe it or not, running out of time already. Oh, jeez. So we're going to – well, I want to give – I want to have final takes. And the final takes I want from you guys is a bold prediction at quarterback at each position. So I want to make sure we have time for that. So just to recap, we got Mahomes, Luck, Rodgers, Ryan, then Watson at five. Baker Mayfield is our six. Drew Brees is our seven. I'm going to round out the top ten really quiz, uh, quick with Carson Wentz at eight. Cam Newton at 9, and Jared Goff at 10. Without explanation, I want to go around the room really quick. You have to take one of them. You're going with Wentz, Newton, or Goff. Sean. Um, I am going to go with, as I'll go with my rankings, I'll go with Wentz. Wentz. Uh, Cinch. Wentz was my third highest rated quarterback. Wow. Yep. I don't think Goff is a good quarterback at all, and I, you can't trust Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. If he plays every week... He's definitely up there. He definitely deserves top five, six, seven, something like that. Okay. You can't trust him. Craig, Wentz, Newton, or Goff? Goff. He's on the Rams. I'm going to go Cam. I'm going to be the only one that goes Newton. So wow. we have a divided booth on this. Okay. And that's the fantastic part about consensus ratings. All right, so that takes us out of the top ten. Uh, number 11 is Ben Roethlisberger. I have no faith that Pittsburgh's going to do anything this year. Uh, number 12 is Russell Wilson. Does anybody else remember when Russell Wilson was really high ranked? Yeah, me yeah. either. Uh, 13 is going to be Jameis Winston. I have zero faith in Jameis Winston this year. Um, I just, I don't think that Tampa is going to show that rapid improvement. I want to talk about Jameis Winston in 2020 that I don't want to talk about in 2019. And that's going to be a big if that's it. If he's still there, he might not even be there. He won't be in the NFL in 20. That's possible. That's possible. Or he might be, you know what? I think it's safe to say he's either a top five projected quarterback next year. or He's not on our list. He's one or the other. He's either going to show massive. There's no way he's a top five ranked quarterback. Well, we don't know year. that yet. We've got to see what happens. No, I've with seen the, new the guy. future. He's not there. Okay, Sean is making mad gestures at no. his phone. What? No, it's just something later. No, no, not, not okay. definitely not about Winston. <laughs> Moving on. So Winston's all that was for nothing. Is, is not <laughs> so up that there. Winston was uh, what is that? Thirteen for Winston? Yes. All right. So fourteen. Tom Brady because someone in the room is a Patriots fan. Um, but wait a I minute. 13, other I have, other I have, people uh, rated uh, him. Literally, I did not. I Tom Brady did not make Brady. my top twenty. I had thirteen for Brady. Okay, I think that's. Yeah. I think that's. I, Brady has never been an effective quarterback at the fantasy level. Fantasy numbers. Who's gonna have? A, who's gonna have a better year, Jameis Winston or Tom Brady? Jameis Winston, and I'm confident in saying that. I don't think that's a hot take at all. Mm. Uh, but what is a hot take is that Philip Rivers comes in behind Tom Brady. Really quick, you re- got, you guys really don't think Rivers is gonna have a better year than Brady? I have him just behind him. Just behind him. Um, I like Rivers. I will take him every year on my team as my second quarterback. And if he ends up being my first quarterback, he ends up being my first quarterback. There you go. And and I've done and I've done it before. So, okay. Uh, that's the top fifteen. Number sixteen is going to be Dak Prescott. I think he has a chance. I have him rated actually a little higher than that, but he has a big time potential to break out, or he could fall flat on his face. Who knows? Contract year too. Contract year too. Number uh, 17 is Kyler Murray. Why? I don't know what to expect from Kyler Murray. Honestly, the only person who ranked him high on our list is the expert poll, which is why I put this in here is to get a perspective of other folks that are outside of our realm. Uh, Number 12 is Kirk Cousins, who I think is a sink or swim quarterback since you ranked him higher than everybody else. He's got two really good wide receivers, two guys who could potentially be top 10 fantasy wide receivers. And if Kyle Rudolph stays healthy... That could be fantastic. So I kind of I kind of am with you on that. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is coming in at number, what am I up to, 19? Uh, number 20 is a guy I'm big on, Mitchell Trubisky. I think this is a do-or-die year for the Bears and Trubisky. Oh, I'm sorry. Trubisky is, to me, the same thing as Jameis Winston. He's either going to be really highly ranked next year because he's really great, or he's going to be bagging my groceries. Either way, we'll find out. Number Can 21? I do quick no. Trubisky. Number 21. Oh. What? What? You got thirty seconds. Go. I think his wide receivers are gonna drag him down a little bit. I think he's gonna be. Uh, I have him at fifteen. I think he's gonna be pretty good this year. And uh, you know, he's gonna. He's gonna. I think he's gonna prove himself. He's okay. a seven to fifteen ranking in his entire career. Mm. There we go. All right, moving on. Okay. Uh, after Mitchell Trubisky, seven. we've got Sam Darnold <laughs> at thirty-one. I think he's got potential. 
Um, only Craig ranked him, though. Craig, you have 10 seconds. Sam Darnold, why? Time. Uh, Moving no, on. Why? Matt Stafford <laughs> yeah, is the yeah. next on our list. I have Matt Stafford near the bottom of my list. I have him at 17 because, again, it's a potential thing. I don't think he's going to be great, but I do think last year was I mean, the day that, that, the, the, that one of the highest-paid quarterbacks ever is at 20. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, Lamar Jackson comes in after him at number 23. And then Jared Allen rounds out our list because only our expert had any faith in him, and he ranked him at 19. So really quick, and then we're going to get on to final th- final thoughts. Our top 20, what is this, 26? I don't even know. We got Mahomes, <laughs> Luck, Rogers, Ryan, Watson at five, Mayfield, Breeze, Wentz, Newton, Goff is number 10, Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, Winston, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers comes in at number 15, Prescott, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Mitchell Trubisky rounds out the top 20, Sam Darnold, Matt Stafford, Lamar Jackson, and then Jared Allen at number 24 to round out our list. Really quick, before, and no explanations, I just want an answer. In that bottom five people, you got to pick one and run with him. Are you going Allen, Jackson, Stafford, Darnold, or Trubisky? Sean. Uh, Trubisky. Trubisky. Cinch. Got to take one. Uh, Lamar Jackson just because the running. Lamar Jackson. Moving on. Darnold. Craig. Darnold. I would also go Darnold. So, all right. So, that leaves us time for our, our final takes. And our final takes this week are going to be centered around the quarterback rankings. I want a bold prediction and you each get about 30 seconds uh, to tell me why this is a bold prediction and what your defense for it is. Craig has already re- pointed at Sean, and Sean is shaking his head to go last. I'll go first. All there right. There you go. Here you go. I just said I'm big on Mitchell Trubisky. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a QB1 this year. At the end of the year, he will be in the top 12 fantasy quarterbacks. I think all the pieces are there. I think the potential's there. It's the second year under this head coach. It's a KC graduate. I think all the pieces are there for the Bears to be really good offensively this year. The shedding of Jordan Howard was a good thing. The adding of David Mitchell was a good thing. This is going to be their year. That was amazing, Sean. You sounded just like Britt. <laughs> you know, I, I, I wasn't going to go there, but I'm going to go with Trubitsky as well because uh, maybe it's a Homer thing because I'm a Bears no, give fan. Give a different hot but, take. Give me something no. else spicy. What? You want somebody else? I want something else spicy. Doesn't that be somebody who's good? Somebody look at somebody at the top of the list and you're like, that guy's going to be terrible. We're wrong about that guy. Who did we? Who did you rank low that we ranked high? You've got Ooh, Cam Newton know. outside the top 10. We've got him Cam at number Newton. 9. Yeah, I, I just, no, Cam, I don't even, oh, 12, I had him at 12. 12, okay. I mean, um, I, I just don't think he's just getting too too old. Too old. It's Fair it's, it's it's breaking. It's gonna break down too much. I think. You know, he doesn't have uh, uh, Olsen. I mean, he does have Olsen, but I don't. Olsen's not himself either. And he's too, too Olsen's too old. Yeah, too Olsen's old. Exactly. So I, I don't think there's much there to lean on. Speaking of old people, since your hot take on the quarterbacks. <laughs> wow! Wow! All right. So here it is. Thirty I'm all seconds. All the segues. Yeah. Thirty seconds. You're Go gonna draft. It. If you don't get Mahomes or Luck, that's where I think the cliff is. Mm. That's where you get eight guys that are all the same. So hold out until round round 15 or so. Draft Kirk Cousins. He could potentially be an MVP candidate. Oh, I like They've that They've got take. a different offensive wow. coordinator. Spicy. They've got receivers that could catch the ball, a tight end who could catch the ball, receivers, uh, running backs who could catch it out of the backfield. Kirk Cousins. Craig, your hot take. Um, yeah, so if you have a choice thought. between Kirk Cousins and Sam Darnold, I would take Sam Darnold. <laughs> uh, because you know Herndon's he, suspended, right? I know he's suspended, okay. but he now he has a real running back with Bell there, so that takes a lot of pressure off of him. Uh, he does have – he still has Inunua. He still has Robbie Anderson. And with the addition of Jamison Crowder, I think the Jets are actually going to have a full receiving core. And you will see the okay. Sam Darnold you saw when he was in college. Okay, last question of the day. So you got 30 seconds each. How early is too early to draft a quarterback in a standard in a, in a PPR redraft league that has one QB? When so since just made a great point, we got a top tier. Mahomes and Luck are probably going to go earlier in most drafts than you want to take him. Really quick, I'm going to go backwards across the room. When is too early to take a quarterback, Craig? When is too early? Yes. Uh, too early would be anything before around five. 
So round five is the earliest you would consider taking yeah. a quarterback in a, in a, a 10 to 12 team league. Yeah. Cinch. I would say in a 10 team league at the end of the third round is the earliest I could possibly think about it. Okay. End, end of the third, beginning of the fourth, right around there. Sean. I agree. It's a probably about the fifth round where if I, you know, if I, if luck landed me there and he was my third rated, if luck landed me there, uh, I would take him there. But other than that, I would wait longer. Yeah. I'm looking for I mean, breeze has gotten picked in the 10th round. Yeah. I think so far in the, in, in these, and, and I have them rated pretty high. So that tier drops and you can wait if you want to wait and get that tier and, and, and yeah, see, that's so. the point. You could wait. Yeah. If you take someone in the fourth or fifth round, okay, great. But you could take someone who's almost that good yep. in the 10th, 12th, 13th round. Yep. Right. Right. I mean, look, we had Mahomes at like the middle of the pack. He was like 16 or 17 on our list last year and just broke out. Mm-hmm. You, there's those guys you can get later. There's only me, one guy who saw that coming, by the way. Yeah, you. You picked him up. Blah. Um, I would say fifth round is the earliest in a standard, uh, sta- a, a regular kind of PPR redraft league that I would start looking at quarterback. Um, but, I mean, that's also draft flow dependent. Um, it, there's always those situations. I tend to look at quarterback later in general for exactly that reason. There's depth. For me, a draft is all about depth, and there's no depth at running back and wide receiver. The cliffs come more often, and they come sharper, and it's not as big of a fall from Luck to Rodgers as it is in, like, the wide receiver and running back cliffs early on. So mm. I look a little later there. All right, that is it for us for the quarterback preview. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, if you have any questions for us, reach out to us on Twitter at FignutsDFS. We are available uh, via email at uh, FignutsDFS at gmail.com. Visit the Football Fignuts podcast on uh, Facebook. Yeah, that's what that thing's called. And wherever you listen to us, leave us a review. We are on so many platforms now, I can't even keep track. Uh, We will be back in a couple of days. We're going to do the running back preview next. Then about a week from now, you'll hear our wide receiver preview. And a couple of days after that, you will get the what we call other episode where we talk about tight <laughs> Everyone ends, else. defenses, and kickers because they don't take as Pick much time one. to talk about. So until then, I am Britt. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. I'm Sean. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs>